Well, I'm really pleased uh, that Hilary spoke about Psalm 121 as a part of the Bible. Uh, That has really helped her. I know it's been of great help to me too in tough times, and I know I won't be alone in that. There will be others here too for whom that's the case as well. Uh, Just for the next 10 or 15 minutes, I want to say uh, a few things about this psalm, this song from God's Word. And as you reflect on this song, actually, I hope uh, that it will help you, whatever you might be going through. I hope that this, these truths would help you to know peace. In fact, I pray that they would help you to know the God of peace. The writer of this song, writing hundreds of years before the birth of Jesus, uh, starts off the psalm with these wonderful words that Hillary quoted. I lift up my eyes to the hills. I lift up my eyes to the hills. That sounds like a really nice situation, doesn't it? Sounds like he's managed to get himself out of central Reading and he's going to go walking in Snowdonia or for a walking holiday in the Yorkshire Dales, enjoying the views and the fresh air. But actually, for the original audience, the hills were the place where bandits would come down from to rob you and beat you. The hills were the place where the wild animals would come down from in order to kill and eat your sheep. The hills weren't a place of picturesque beauty so much as a lurking threat. And that's part, actually, of what makes this psalm such a wonderful song for those who are going through tough times, which all of us do sometimes, don't we? Hilary hasn't only told us about hard times in life, she's told us about good times too, like conga dancing outside shopping centres. We've called this evening Knowing God's Goodness in the Mess of Life, because life can just sometimes feel really messy, can't it? A real tangle of joys and of sorrows. But those tough situations, whether it's facing the loss of a family member or close friend, Or maybe there's been a breakdown in a relationship or an abuse of trust. Perhaps losing a job or financial struggles, health problems or feelings of not being enough or being totally overwhelmed. Or for some, facing severe persecution, a a war situation or even a natural disaster. Tough situations in varying shapes uh, come to us all. And sadly, we can't decide when they'll come and prepare for them beforehand. Of course, something, sometimes there might be something that I can do to help in my situation. Perhaps sometimes I can put a budget in place or eat a better diet or receive counselling. And in many cases, those things might well help. But other times, there's nothing at all that I can do. And so how good it is to always be able to read verses 1 and 2 together. I lift up my eyes to the hills. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. In all of those tough situations in life, the writer says, actually, we can look beyond those hills, which seem so threatening, so insurmountable, and we can look to the Lord. We can look to God, the one who made them and who made absolutely everything in existence. And we can say, God will help us. 
in all of those good situations in life, we're able to look to the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth, and know that he is the one who gives us all good things. Uh, the writer says that this is true, and we've heard from Hillary this evening that it's, it's been true in her experience thousands of years after this psalm was written, uh, that she really has been able to find refuge, a place of safety in the Lord, even in the middle of hard times. She really has had the best of reasons to be joyful in the good times because she knows the one who has given her those blessings, those good things. And that's not just for Hillary, by the way. That's true for many of us here who've known the Lord with us in many tough times. We've known an inner strengthening that has helped us to endure, to keep on going. Actually, even in tough times, Maybe we've known a joy that we know doesn't just come from within ourselves. It's a joy that the Lord himself, our maker, has has given to us. It hasn't got rid of the sad situation and the hardness. Hasn't even got rid of the heartbreak and the sadness. But often there's been a joy and a hope right in the middle of those mountainously hard situations. One that has helped us to look beyond them and keep on going. And then in joyful times, there's been a depth to that joy because we have known the one who made the thing that we are enjoying. We know him as our Lord and as our Father and as our God. And we're able to enjoy the Lord himself too. So let me ask, do you know that help in tough times? Do you know that help in tough times? And do you know that joy in happy times, knowing that you can give thanks to the giver of all those good things? I want you to know that you can know that joy and you can know that help for two reasons. First of all, the God who made the writer of this psalm and the God who made Hillary, he also made you. He also cares about you. And then secondly, and we'll spend longer on this reason, look at verse 3 of this psalm. He will not let your foot slip. He will not let your foot slip. The Lord who made us knows us better than we know ourselves. And actually, he knows this about me and you. Even if you're the most proficient hill walker in the northern hemisphere, there is a way in which you have often slipped. See, all of us are called to keep two Good commands, two wonderful laws that the Lord has given us for our good and for the good of those around us. Here they are, spoken by Jesus himself. Love the Lord your God with all of your heart and soul and mind and strength. And love your neighbor as yourself. This is a summary of the Ten Commandments which the Lord gave to his people even before this psalm was written. And if we're honest... We know that we haven't lived according to it. We know that we've slipped very often in lying where we should have been honest, in lusting where we should have been pure, in refusing to help our neighbor where we could have done so, in giving our first allegiance to something else rather than to the God who made us. No wonder our world is such a mess. And this breaking of God's commands will cause us to slip, to fall away from him forever, away from all the good things that he gives. 
It couldn't be any other way, could it? If the Lord is truly good and truly holy, as Hillary has spoken about, well, how could he then have this uncleanness with him? But here, here is the reason that despite the fact that we have all slipped very often, Hillary knows joy and comfort in God, and you can too. It's because in his love, the Father sent his eternal son, Jesus Christ, into this world. And through all the years of his life, Jesus did not slip once. He perfectly loved God. And he perfectly loved the people around him too. That's seen in the way that he taught that he taught about God so that people might be pointed back to him. And it's seen also in the way that he loved and served the people around him. But Christ's love for the Father and his love for us was seen most of all when he was 33 years old, when one Passover festival, the man who had never slipped a single time was beaten and stripped naked, was mocked and abused, nailed to a wooden cross and left out in the hot Middle Eastern sun for hours on end. You see, that might look just like a horrible accident. It might look like the death of Jesus on the cross was just a cruel circumstance. And yet it was a death he himself volunteered for. He willingly died so that we might be brought life. He took on himself all the wrong, all the darkness, all the sin of people like us. He was harmed so that all who trust in him would be given a sure footing and don't need to carry that weight of wrongdoing anymore, but know that we are forgiven and made right and secure with God through what Jesus has done. And because he didn't only die but rose again to life, that means that if you trust in him, you will have life in him even now. And look at that final verse. The Lord will watch over your coming and going, both now and forevermore. Both now and forevermore. All through this psalm, the songwriter is confident of the fact that the Lord is watching over him, keeping, guiding and protecting him. It's so good for Hillary to know the Lord is watching over her life, guiding and protecting her right now. And it's even more awesome for her and for us to know that this will always be the case. The Lord will protect his people forevermore. The Lord will keep his people forevermore. To know that he will carry us through all the sorrows of life to a place where there is no suffering or sadness and where the true joys of this life are just a shadow of what is in store there where we'll be with the Lord himself and with all who entrust themselves to him. Where that longing for lost loved ones will be fulfilled. If you never have, won't you entrust yourself to him right now? Uh, This psalm tells us my help comes from the Lord. You can know his eternal help 
and his help right now. It won't take away those hills, but he will be with you, defending you, saving you, keeping you. Turn to the Lord and know that he will watch over you, keep you and save you now and forevermore. Thank you for being with us this evening. I hope you've enjoyed it. And more than that, I hope you've been able to see the Lord who watches over us and gives peace to all who call on him.